Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from the coming King, our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Friends, what image of Jesus springs to mind during this season of Advent? Probably little baby Jesus in the manger, right? Like that's this, these weeks in December leading up to Christmas are commonly seen, understood, thought of, used as the run-up, or the on-ramp, you could, you could say, to Christmas. You got to get your shopping done. You got to get your plans made. You got to get uh, all your meal prep stuff done because the big Christmas celebration where we celebrate little baby Jesus is coming. And I think that's, that's common to a lot of us. What about this image of Jesus? The one who radiates God's own glory and expresses the very character of God, who sustains everything by the mighty power of his command. What about when Jesus said in Matthew 26, during his sham trial in front of the Pharisees, the high priests, they said to him, well, aren't you going to answer these charges? What do you have to say for yourself? I demand in the name of the living God, tell us if you are the Messiah, the son of God. And Jesus says, you've said it. You've said so. And in the future, you will see the son of man seated in the place of power at God's right hand and coming on the clouds of heaven. Or from the great Christ hymn of Colossians chapter one, Jesus existed before anything else. And in him, all things hold together. That was our theme from the last youth gathering. Looking, I see some of the faces. We were at this together. All things, all things hold together in Christ. So let me ask you another question. If you had to compare which thing you're more excited for, which thing feels more definite, more close at hand, would it be celebrating Christmas or the return of Jesus? I think for a lot of us, circumstantially, it's so much easier to be way more focused on celebrating Christmas because we've got so much to do. There's a lot of stuff to plan for, to prepare for. And it's right and good to prepare for a big feast. And by the way, it's not just Christmas Day. As a kid, I always used to be kind of sad at about 5 o'clock on Christmas Day. Because it's like, it's over. All the presents are opened. And then I fall into some kind of little kid depression. But there are 12 days of Christmas. It's not just a song with a lot of birds, okay? This is a 12-day festival that we can celebrate the Christmas season. But let's not jump the gun, I guess, is what I'm trying to get across this morning. The Christ of Advent is not little baby Jesus in a manger. The Christ of Advent is not little unborn baby Jesus in Mary's womb, where even there, as we just sang in the hymn, God was there upon his throne. The Christ of Advent is exalted, powerful, reigning, and soon returning. I just asked Jesus when I was kneeling at the altar, Lord, just come now. I don't even have to preach the whole, this whole sermon. Just do it now. Do it today. 
Come back now. And I like this sermon. These days are best spent preparing not just to celebrate Christmas, not just to celebrate Jesus coming as a little baby. And I promise I'm not a Grinch, okay? I'm just trying to be faithful. These days are, you know, it's, these are good days to use for that, but these days are best spent preparing to also receive Jesus again as he comes in glory and in power, not as a little baby, but as king of kings and lord of lords, to slay all of his enemies with a single word from his mouth, to create a new heaven and a new earth for us to live in with him forever, to heal all of your pains, to bind up your broken hearts, to reunite you with your loved ones who now sleep This Palm Sunday text, great children's sermon, Miss Leanne, right? Like what this Palm Sunday on the first Sunday of Advent, like, did he look at the wrong page in the lectionary? Like what's going on here? What's, does he know where we are? Does he know what's happening? Yes. Okay. We read this on Palm Sunday, but that's because starting with Christmas, the church calendar follows the events in the life of Jesus. But now, in these Advent days, we're, again, not at Christmas yet. And Advent, I'm going to be kind of emphatic about this today, and maybe for the next two Sundays as well. Advent is not just the Sundays before Christmas. This is a special time in the year. Reverend William Whedon helps us understand the threefold emphases, emphases of Lent. He says, first, during these days, first we seek from our Lord renewal in his gifts of repentance and faith so that we may greet him with a joyful, clear conscience when he appears as judge on the last day. We're going to fix that soon. Only humble, repentant, spirit-wrought faith can make us ready to lift up our heads with joyful confidence on that day because our redemption is drawing near. Second, we seek from him renewal in his gifts of repentance and faith so that we welcome him as he comes to us even now in the means of grace. Baptismal font in the hallway. But look at that window right there. There's a baptismal font there on the stained glass. In fact, those three right there are the means of grace. Baptism, Holy Communion, the Word of God. The church tends to offer more opportunities to worship during these days. We don't do midweek Advent services yet. <laughs> this allows the light of Christ's word to shine even more on our hearts and minds. Families may also use an Advent wreath to mark the light of Christ that no darkness can overcome as they gather daily in the home for Bible reading, prayers, and hymn singing. Maybe you can use our little catechism focus postcard then too. Third, we seek from him renewal in his gifts of repentance and faith so that we may welcome our Lord with joy at the great feast of his nativity. Through hearing the word and receiving the sacrament, we will go in heart and spirit to Bethlehem. In faith, we will behold the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in the manger, hear the song of angels with the shepherds and fall down before him with the magi. So let me sum that up. In these days, this short season of Advent, we seek renewal from God in his gifts of repentance 
and faith. These are days of renewal so that we can greet in three ways so that we can greet our exalted and reigning Lord when he returns with a clear conscience, with our heads lifted high. So we can sing Alleluia like we did in low. He comes with clouds descending like this is good news for us, even though it's bad news for others. Lord, you finally come. Secondly, we seek renewal and repentance and faith so that we can greet our Lord as he comes to us now, right now, in the preaching of the word, in our singing and praying and proclaiming and meditating. And finally, so that we can greet our Lord with joy during the 12-day season of intense celebration kicked off by the feast of our Lord's nativity. And that's why this gospel text, the triumphal entry, is appointed for this first Sunday in Advent. Because by way of contrast, God speaks to us about how we are to greet Jesus. Even those who were totally wrong about what Jesus was coming into Jerusalem for, still were like, get the palm branches, let's do that thing. I mean, the palm branches and Hosanna, all of that was church stuff. It It was part of their worship in the temple. And they saw Jesus coming and they were like, He's the one. He's riding on a colt, just like that prophecy said. He's coming in. And he had raised Lazarus from the dead, and he had healed people from all kinds of sicknesses. By touching them, by speaking to them, even from a distance. The kingdom of heaven was breaking into our world through Jesus Christ, and he comes into Jerusalem, and everyone thinks, all right, the Romans are finally going to get it. We're going to have our capital city of Jerusalem. We're going to have defeat over our enemies. We're going to have Jesus is going to keep making food for everybody for free. Like he did all those times feeding thousands of people all at once. They didn't get that. He was going up to Jerusalem, not to do any of that, but to die for them to be the sacrifice that atones for the sin of the world. But they still said, save us now. That's what Hosanna means. Save now. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father, David. Save us now, Jesus. How much more ought we, the people redeemed by what Jesus went into Jerusalem to do, stand always ready to gladly greet him as he comes to us? In a few short weeks, we'll celebrate his coming as the son of Mary and Joseph. Yes, but I'll say it again. That happened already. We don't have to look forward to that. We can look back on that and celebrate it and sing praise to God, and rightly so, that Jesus came into this world to save us. Let's be excited about that. Let's celebrate with joy, but let's also be excited about how he comes to us now, even right now, as we're here in this room. One of our distribution hymns this morning is Let All Mortal Flesh Keep Silence. And you, this might be a familiar hymn. It might not be, but it's particularly suited to celebrations of the Lord's Supper during Advent and Christmas because it takes its cues from the incarnation and it kind of superimposes that on top of what's happening in the Lord's Supper. It goes like this. Let all mortal flesh keep silence and with fear and trembling stand. Ponder nothing earthly minded. For with blessing in his hand, Christ our God to earth descending 
comes our homage, our respect, to demand. King of kings, yet born of Mary, as of old on earth he stood, meaning when he was born of Mary 2,000 years ago. As of old on earth he stood, Lord of lords in human vesture, in the body and the blood. He's doing that now too. He will give to all the faithful his own self for heavenly food. Rank on rank, the host of heaven spreads its vanguard on the way. As the light of light descending from the realms of endless day comes the powers of hell to vanquish as the darkness clears away. At his wing, the six-winged seraph, cherubim with sleepless eye, veil their faces to the presence as with ceaseless voice they cry, Alleluia, 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 Lord Most High. There's a little bit of Isaiah 6 in there. There's a little bit of revelation in there. That'll get your heart pumping. Or at least got my heart pumping when I was writing this. I was like, oh, man. My eyes got misty. Got goosebumps on the back of my neck when I was thinking about that. Because those aren't just nice. That's not just nice imagery. That's about to happen. Rank on rank, the host of heaven is going to spread its vanguard on the way. As in the words of institution, this bread and wine becomes Jesus' body and blood. And the light of light descends from the realms of endless day to vanquish the powers of hell right here in St. Peter's Lutheran Church, Mulkey Township, Sibley County, Minnesota. That's something to get excited about. It's not, I mean, it's immaterial that you can't see it or that you can't hear it. It's happening. You have darkness in your life that you need vanquished? I do. This is the time of year when we seek renewal from the Lord so we can rightly appreciate him when he comes to us in the word and sacraments. And let's stand ready to greet Jesus when he returns on the last day. Because that day is coming, and again, he's not coming as an innocent little child. He is coming for victory, for vengeance, for justice. Our final hymn this morning is The King Shall Come When Morning Dawns. The King shall come when morning dawns and light triumphant breaks when beauty gilds the eastern hills and life to joy awakes. Not as of old a little child to bear and fight and die, but crowned with glory like the sun that lights the morning sky. He is coming with glory to judge the living and the dead. Look with me at this banner here. That first candle. Turn your head sideways, if you can. What does that say? Watch. This is the Christ of Advent. Not little baby Jesus in a manger, but Jesus exalted, reigning, and soon returning. And as the church, let's not let these days pass us by just with figuring out if we're doing turkey or ham. Or if we're going to put sausage in the stuffing or not. Or if we're going to my parents or your parents. We went to your parents last year. What about, you know, all that stuff. Those are all real conversations. There's a place for all of that stuff. 
But Christians, there's a place for watching too. He's coming. He's coming. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.